to another episode of Security Hall Podcast. As always, I'm Denny. With me today is my amazing co-host, Eric. And on today's episode, we're going to focus on something a little more somber. Afghanistan. The fall of Afghanistan, or a year in review. Uh, I think we, we both hold <laughs> the alumni jacket of being able to talk about Afghanistan, <laughs> especially reflecting on the, uh, the way it ended. Uh, it was, I think we all knew it wasn't going to be this perfect way, this perfect way of walking away from this conflict, but I was not expecting to see it all unfold like it did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true. Um, yeah, I think the first, the first thing that was really shocking to me is that we, we gave up Bagram, and sort of like just faded away into the night, like a perfect place to have staged like a retrograde, perfect place to have like been able to like pull back our forces and safely. Uh, leave in a proper timeline, but instead we find ourselves like our our Marines or our, our Army guys all in uh, a civilian airport fighting back masses of fleeing people and <laughs> coordinating with Taliban. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If only we had a premier infantry unit that specializes in securing airfields. If only. <laughs> I mean, if only we had some of the toughest, bravest, yeah. smartest motherfuckers. On call. At any moment, they could have just been brought in there. And, and secure the airfield. And mind you, these dudes are historically known to be some of the most badass motherfuckers. <laughs> they might have even been there a few times already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that's to think that we didn't have Ranger Regiment uh, on the ground just doing what they're, what they're known to do. Yeah. What they're known for. How about this time we um, put rangers on boats instead of the Marines? <laughs> get get some guys, get a unit in there that knows how to set up uh, entry control points a little oh. bit better than um, whatever the fuck they had. Which they um, they did. I'm sure they did the best they could with what they had. Yeah. No, I, I don't... I will never in a million years fault any of the men and women that were deployed there to help uh, with yeah. that crisis. You just don't follow the orders. <laughs> the commanders, however. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, you're an asshole for putting them in that fucking situation. And the guys talking to the fucking administration, you're assholes because you're bitches. Yeah. I, once again, I feel that the mission... And the way we conducted it was dictated by our media and our civilian government that didn't understand. And, and I will say this. We owe a lot to the senior 
ranking commanders and their constant uh, bullshitting in their assessment of our Afghan partners. How many years did you lie about that? You could, you could have called Lance Corporal John Smith retired four years Marine Corps from 2018. You could have called him and be like, Hey man, do you think the Afghans will? And he'd be like, no, dude, absolutely not. There's no fucking way they're going to stand up and fight against the Taliban. They're going to run. Yeah. Or any of the, yeah, any of the reporting that, have you guys been reading these reports about getting one, sh- they get an RPG shot of their checkpoint and they leave forever? <laughs> <laughs> Literally never come back. Leave everything there. Everything. <laughs> and then ta- there's just four Taliban dudes strolling down with their flag yeah. on the street. Take the Jero flag down, put their shit up. Yeah. Like check around, <laughs> make sure. Is there any halal around here? It, it's it's comical, and and I think the American people don't really understand like the severity of the problem on the ground with in in regards to the the militias, like how they went about training and and giving these people uh raggedy AKs and saying, hey, now you're you're ready to fight the Taliban. Like, yeah. <laughs> Two seconds. Two seconds after making contact. No, we're done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's tough, man. Right. We're the, we're the invaders. Yeah. I mean, culturally, we never understood the, the complexities of the tribes of Afghanistan. We never understood the loyalties and the familial bonds between, you, you know, you, we would never in a million years because we're just, we're not Afghan. Yeah. It's just simple as that. hundred percent. And, and <laughs> the fact that it varies, like you're never going to get Tajiks to cooperate with somebody from. No. <laughs> it's so it's so broken down, and we saw it. We we saw it plain as day. Um, you go to places like um, Maimana, and you see the way it's completely segregated. Well, we don't hang out with these guys because they're tuchy. We don't like these guys because they're. And it's it's like you're never going to work together. You're never oh. never going to never be able to succeed as <laughs> a military. No, you speak the same fucking language, dude. <laughs> <laughs> It's across the street. They refuse to yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. But all the reporting, everything kept going up. It's like these guys are solid. And it's like anytime you try to like tell the truth on your level to like try to like paint the right picture, it's always like, hey, I get it. Just rewrite this. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I need you to say this. It's like, but that's not true. I I know, but I need you to rewrite it. It's like, son of a bitch. Yep. And I mean, we had great partner forces. Uh, the great, there were some great commandos. Uh, oh. Some great, uh, the KKA were great dudes. Um, 
but it's not, they're not indicative of the entire force. They're not indicative of the entire uh, military. And Can't we saw without logistics, we saw how bad it was once they took our guys and tried to make them, you know, spread them so thin. Oh, these guys know how to fight. They know how to hold ground and they can bring the fight to the enemy. Let's just take them everywhere. Make them a holding force. Make them secure. And it's like, dude, we're, we're only 20 guys. <laughs> yeah. And we still need batteries. <laughs> the best we can do is a signal fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, um, I got my little, oh, my speakers. <laughs> yeah. Go team. <laughs> Great dudes. And it's it, having those, those bonds working with guys like that, that you, you know, you, you at least. Yeah. You respect. Yeah. You, you know that they're not going to turn and run the moment you get in contact and then seeing the country implodes seeing everything go down you start to wonder like fuck how many of those guys made it out of there how many of those guys were able to make it uh up north maybe link up northern alliance and it's that's the shit that sucks because you think back to vietnam era green berets and their allegiance and their the montagnards the montagnards and how they were able to fucking just make everything happen to get those guys out of there because they knew the Montagnard stayed, they were going to get slaughtered. And yeah. it's like, we weren't able to do that for our own guys. We weren't able to fucking, like, where did that loyalty and commitment go? Where did that go? Like, how come our, our regiment didn't have that, that ability to say, fuck you, we're going to make this happen? Like, and you can't tell me it's a different military. Like, you can't tell me that, well, we just can't do that anymore. I'm like, you made it happen back then. Why weren't we able to take care of our dudes? Why weren't we able to pull out the guys that were so fucking loyal to us that they did serve year after year after year after year? Um, the if guys, want, yeah, if they yeah. wanted to, yeah, to leave. So I know a lot of those guys probably wanted to stay to, yeah, because that's their country. Their, yeah, but like, yeah, we can do it because we can do it. We can do it. Yeah. <laughs> We can. We can do anything, man. Yeah. If we, yeah, if we, they really want to. That's a shame. I think about those guys a lot too. Yeah. It's rough, especially the commanders and KKA guys, because yeah, you know, if I'm Taliban, I'm like okay, everybody's cool, but you motherfuckers, yeah, you knew what you were doing, and you, I know who you were working with, and I'm gonna come fuck your shit up. I just hope wherever they're at, they uh, they're safe. They got their families out there somewhere. Yeah. Um, I know that's a pipe dream. I know that's that, but we don't know. We don't know, and ah, it's just it would have been great. It would have been great to have that moment of like you see our country like stand tall and say no. We're not going to abandon our allies. We're not going to. I'm going to walk away from the people that have been fighting with us. And I was hoping for that. I was hoping for like that news of like, Hey, there's some, there's some shit going down. We're going to see some like great efforts being made. And then fucking nothing. The closest we got was fucking Tim Kennedy running around 
taking selfies. Stuff. There were some some there were some great efforts back here from a lot of guys working the Intel side of it and trying to coordinate to get some families out. So there was there was a lot of work being done. I had a couple of uh, old teammates that had had political connections that were getting some of our terps yeah out on there. But it, I mean, come on, man, it shouldn't. I don't, I don't understand. I mean, we were there when they were planning, doing the drawdown. Like every week we'd get the briefs of this, this, and this is going down, minimizing mm-hmm. here, cutting back here and moving this. And it's like, okay, this is pretty. Yeah. Significant. This yeah. pretty significant drawdown. This makes sense. We're scaling back cutting stuff back we're retrograding stuff back we're moving stuff back and um by the time we left i was pretty confident that okay stay the course at some point they're gonna have to fight on their own but we're we're making it so that we can leave with our head up with our fucking equipment everything that we need um and then it all just fucking stays there (laughs) Blackhawks, <laughs> Taliban flying Blackhawks around Kabul. That was fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. Yeah, that was. Uh, Who knows with the like? That's a lot of stuff. I, I don't. Shit. I don't envy anybody that was playing that. Yeah, no. I'm sure the threat reporting was insane that you're dealing with too and all the opsec that goes into pulling yep. out a country because if I'm a fucking Taliban if I have an opportunity to take down C-130 before you leave bro you know what I mean so like I who knows man yeah that would have been high on the priority list <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> that was the uh or would oh. it have worked with Hey, we're pulling out the fucking, we're sending the bat, the bat boys through the airfield mm-hmm. and we're temporarily surging assets. And if you do anything, we're going to fuck you in the face. Oh God. So yeah. fucking hard. And then yeah. they're like, okay, yeah. you let we're leaving. You're not letting us leave. We're telling you we're leaving. And if you don't, and if you fuck with us, we're going to dick you down so fucking hard. I go, Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh yeah 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 that, that that's bro right there eric for government eric for president that would have yeah. worked like fucking maybe that, yeah i feel like it would have uh i think it's better than just having a wet fart <laughs> <laughs> just laying back and yeah you, you sharded and then you don't even <laughs> use you baby you don't even baby wipe it <laughs> that's exactly what happened <laughs> oh man yeah the the news reports that we were given list of citizens u.s citizens to taliban to verify on the outside checkpoints to let people through blew my mind like that to me just seemed like we didn't have adults running the show anymore. 
you don't have adults, you don't have, um, and I just feel like we have this idea that war and conflict should be ran a certain way. And people that have never been in the situations, never had to serve, get to have like this control of these immediately once like oh, we're in office now we, we get all this control now we get to make the decisions or <laughs> you shut the fuck up and you look at the plan that's already in action and you let it continue like it, it's yeah. politics man yeah it, it's bad I didn't, I didn't see I knew it was going to be a shit show Oh, I, I for sure. I didn't expect to see human beings falling off fucking aircraft landing gear. I would like to bring your attention back to a famous picture of <laughs> Vietnam. Oh, yeah. People hanging off a helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Crazy. Someone was saying that that was the same, the same. Uh, helicopter they used to evacuate the uh, U.S. Embassy in Afghanistan was the same one they used uh, in Vietnam. That they can't be right. Can't possibly be right. So that just what, seems. What was it? They were saying it's the same helicopter that was used to uh, evacuate the uh, embassy in Saigon. Um, <laughs> Why like, not? I mean, that's a lot of maintenance. <laughs> yeah, <there's- laughs> over the years. It's all that fucking irony, dude. It's <laughs> yeah, at this point, up. you guys are just fucking fuck with us, right? <laughs> oh, I mean, it's gonna Google it now. Just gonna have to Google this right now. Yeah, yeah, David, come, come in, come in. <laughs> I mean, come in, David. If that's true, um, very. Oh wow! Okay, well, okay. Says it has Saigon ties, so let's okay. take. <laughs> it's the second cousin of the helicopter. <laughs> Saigon, <laughs> same family. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. Why they do that? It's the same company uh-huh. or same wing. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> second cousins. Yep. <laughs> Kissing cousins. Kissing cousins. <laughs> but yeah, watching that footage, um, that was surreal. Like, and I I don't think it was as shocking as like the initial news, but it was definitely like a, a, a gut punch. It was almost like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, yeah, already we're, we're, we're just repeating the same shit. Like we're just repeating. We, we can't stick to a fucking strategy and then like seeing how every single new commanding general comes in and just changes (laughs) like 
we're doing coin now. We're, coin's going to win Afghanistan. Like, uh, Thanks, I, Petraeus. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, we had General Miller. Who was the other guy that would come hang out? It was something weird, right? Yeah. Di- or different. And I think David needs the link sent to him. Oh, sent him the link. Who are the... I, I was trying to remember his name yesterday. I'm getting through that uh, book, Few Bad Men. Yeah. I always catch myself like Googling locations and stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure. So it's weird. Me and this guy were on the same you when I was in the Marine Corps. And then the area in Afghanistan he was in, um, Body Cot, was the same Cot Valley that I was fighting in with 3 3 in 2017. Yeah. On on my uh, 17th trip. It was crazy. And in his book, um, I was in um, El Anbar province at the same time as he was. Mm. That's that's like, I can't. Same. Yeah. Actually, yep. I, we both were. Yeah. Yeah. It was at Camp Fallujah. That's crazy. Yeah. From like July to January or something. Yeah. I think June. It's five. I think back to the way Iraq closed out. And um, I, I didn't have so much of a, a of a feeling of like, oh, what the fuck was this all for? Like, I, I think I really fucking hated Iraq. Absolutely yeah. fucking hated my time in Iraq. I absolutely felt like I wasn't as emotionally... Um, involved in it just felt like i was just a younger kid just whatever deployed like i yeah. just wanted to get back home but when you make that transition over to coming to green beret and you have this idea of like you're deeply rooted and invested in like this is, this is my passion this is my life this is what i do i go here like we've got to make some sort of change i mean like You're making changes to like on the culture, like on the personal level with the guys you're yeah. working with, but it's, you know, you're, you're not making the giant political uh, changes that you wish you could like, and, and you realize you ultimately realize that a lot of your partner force, they don't even care. It's just another day. They just want to sell their fuel. They just want friggin' get their hustle on whatever side hustle they got going on. Like, they're literally living day to day. It's like, fuck. Like, you always have hope. Like, well, all right, well, it'll get better. It'll get better. And then there's no, it'll get better now. It's like, there's none of that. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, <dude>. oh. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. my heart does hurt for those little girls, for the women. Like, like that. Yeah. That sucks. Those videos, like the, the videos that we all saw early on, like that shit's coming back. All the shit that they suffered from, like in a matter of 
hours. Like Taliban came back in control. Like shit. Yeah. It'll be different this time. Yeah. A lot of dudes were happy. Yeah. A lot of dudes were happy. Such a weird culture, man. (laughs) I don't fucking get it. Don't get it. Yeah. That's why we lost. (laughs) God damn it, Denny. They sent you over there. You had one mission. You have to you have to know the Taliban inside and out. Yeah. You have to culturally change an entire nation that has defeated every empire that has entered that country. Every anybody that goes there just for like maybe you just fly around for like a tour of Afghanistan, you'll know instantly, like, yep, Grave of Empires. This is this is the most inhospitable land ever. These are Yeah, dude. Look at those valleys. They're, they're, they're the only way we can get through this motherfucker. Yeah. Dude. We're going to set... Okay, there's a, mountains as far as the eye can see around us. We'll set up our camp right, right here. here. <laughs> In the it's middle. Horrible idea. Yeah, well, we're going to do it. Why? <laughs> because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. S- spoiler alert. Every every war movie about Afghanistan, about people getting overran, it's an easy study on the terrain. <laughs> Why? Why? Logistics. Logistically. <laughs> this is hard, dude. What yeah. place is gnarly? Oh, fuck, dude. No, I think it's time. This time it'll be it'll different. be different. It'll be different. <laughs> we have elephants. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> oh my god! I think Tolkien went to Afghanistan before he wrote Lord of the Rings because mm-hmm. that's that's the only time in my life I've been like, wow, uh, that's that's Mount Doom. <laughs> Oh, bro, there's no way those two little halflings would have walked their fucking tight little asses. <laughs> they would have never the made it through. Never Fuck made no. it through. They would have. No. Nope. No. I mean, they hear me out. <laughs> they would have made some good money <laughs> out in Maimana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah, you guys, there's no way. No. No. It, it was, there's a lot of beauty there. A oh, lot it's of, amazing. Tor Bor Mountain backdrop. Kidding me? Dude. Springtime, snow's melting, all the rivers are filled up, all the fields are green. Yeah. All those flowers. It's insane. No, when you're, like, strip malls. Dude. Nighttime. Can't beat wow. it. You can see the Milky Way. I mean, when your when your lungs weren't uh, burning <laughs> from the noxious gas of burning your own shit or other 
constant Other waste. people's poop. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Afghan night air is something different, man. Um, instantly, Phil Collins starts playing every night at like 10 p.m. Yeah. Uh, you can really feel it coming. I remember that mission. <laughs> All the mist. <laughs> yeah. Dude, dude. I know exactly when. <laughs> I remember falling into a six-foot hole with my yeah. mortar and then being wet the entire time. Oh, God. Was, wet please. at night in Afghanistan. Wow. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's a whole different beast. <laughs> there, there was um, that and, and it never, man, like it never fails to like hit me when I think about like some of the coolest things I've ever gotten to do, like flying in through those mountains late at night and seeing like those really small villages just Up like in the snow peaks. Yeah, I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Bro, it, insane. It, it's insane. so cool. It, yeah. It's if Shangri La exists, it's there. You see it for a split second, and it's not oh. there in daytime. It only exists in that moment in time as you're flying by, and you're just like, "Wow, dude!" In that little place, in that little place right there, like, guarantee nobody there has ever met someone like me. Never ever been around. Like, guarantee of coalition troops have never been in that little tiny little area, uh, and that blows me away. Like fucking like you don't you don't get those experiences uh staying home and living a a safe life like you only get that if you fucking enlist (laughs) and go off to far off lands uh to do good things to do good things (laughs) the best and there was a lot of good things try to do good yeah that was a lot of that's what it was. A lot of a lot of trying to do good. Yeah. There there's a lot of people that did find the last twenty years to be like the most stable and like the happiest they could have in a long time. I do believe that. That for those people I hope they will they were able to get out or go. I think it'll have an impact on because, like you're saying, that whole generation grew up, yeah, um, not under Taliban rule. For better or worse, I'd like to think for better to have that, um, like basic freedoms, yeah, or what we call basic freedoms, you know, like letting girls learn stuff, yeah. Something as simple as that, like knowing that a little girl was able to go to school, yeah. like and, it, and relative safety. Yeah, like, that the country is still super dangerous. It yeah. was, I mean, it still is. But hopefully, it'll change some the that point of view. Like, okay, like this is fucked up, right? Yeah, <laughs> like. And these guys are dicks. Like I get like, yeah, like the, the big man. Yeah. But like, kind of, are, are we the assholes? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Taliban, you are. Like, yeah, you, you are, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I know religion 
is important. I know everybody has their different views, but I, I still can't can't understand like supporting or being okay with the idea that like I'm gonna stone her, stone her to death because she did something wrong, and this girl because can do. She got raped. Yeah, exactly. Like the only way to reclaim the honor is for you to pay me twenty dollars, and also we have to kill my daughter now with stones. Perfect. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. They're like, you're. Hey, sorry, we found your daughter doing math outside. Is it multiplication? Yeah, multiplication. All right, grab the bucket of stones. Here we go. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It's like, all right, guys, we're going we're gonna to establish one rule. Yeah. Maybe like, or two. Let's say we need to realize that life has value. Even if you're trying to get to the your ma- the magic land, happy yeah. land, and treat others how you want to be treated, yeah, uh, well, we're good. That's it. We, yeah. Like, I, what do you mean? We're in fucking we're in Riverside. <laughs> yeah. I do think that seeing their government officials like tuck tail and run was a real kick in the dick too. Like I didn't, I didn't expect, um, like, especially like the reports of like, they just ransacked their, took all their valuables and like tuck tail and ran. It's like, fuck man worked with the wrong guys. Yeah. I just don't know. I mean, those dudes are fucking blowing themselves up. That's how much they believed in what they were doing. Yeah. It's kind of hard to go up against that. Yeah. You can't fight that ideology. You can't. That's a crazy thing too. Like with, would all of this have still played out if we didn't inject ourselves into the long running government scheme? Like, look what we have here. <clears throat> Joining us is now Ryan Cunningham. Yep. Hey. I'm here. How are you? Sad. I know, buddy. It's. I finished my sandwich and I shit liquid death. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my stomach hurts. <laughs> what was on your sandwich? <laughs> um, uh, eggs. And diarrhea. That's a horrible mixture. Two, two forms of pork. Raw chicken. Uh, some hatch (laughs) the entire 24 page printout of the withdrawal of afghanistan planning guide that's a small price to pay for uh the one-year anniversary of the withdrawal of afghanistan welcome to today's show ryan (laughs) oh thanks is that what we're talking about that is exactly what we're talking a little bit a little bit of it yeah just trying to figure out how we got there how how things quickly um went off the rail I feel like I don't I, I don't think 
I don't think we could have uh, planned for a worse exit. I think this was like the, in the co-analysis, this is like the worst case. <laughs> and we got it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it was a, like it, it, it needed to happen, but the way it happened was a political move. Yeah. Uh, I think they just decided they were going to do it faster, you know? Yeah. I think at the end of the day, what we really have to focus on too, though, is not letting that affect our feelings of our involvement. Like, it was ultimately like, there's a, there's a lot of angst and anger and I had a lot of issues with it myself, but I didn't come up with a shitty plan. Like it was not my, my plan. I didn't fucking support it. I was not consulted in it. Yeah, they, <laughs> they didn't fucking call me either, dude. <laughs> like, and, and it doesn't take away from what we did. Um, arguably every service member that had, spent any considerable time in Afghanistan will take a look at that and be like, Oh, it's a loss. Like I got to take it in the chest. Like, no dude, no, <laughs> like you and your, your brothers, your sisters, you fought battles. You fought the, what really mattered. Ultimately we were let down by policy and by people that didn't understand how to properly fucking end the conflict. <laughs> at least get your shit back. Like, it's like the worst, worst way to break up with anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was that general's name? Donahue. Thank oh, yeah. you. That dude. You're welcome. Yeah. I will never forget that douchebag. Yeah. Hey, did you know he was CAG? Oh yeah, he tells everybody. It's actually part. Actually, oh, okay. him and him and Tim Kennedy actually have uh, a morning ritual. They uh, talk about their service and where they were for 45 minutes a day before they get out of bed. It's really good because <laughs> I don't even listen to people when they talk unless they start their their conversation with, I, I was CAG. So. <laughs> and it, it also makes you an incredibly good person. Flawless. Um, Best leader. Yeah. Especially, especially yeah. when you choose to... To take equipment that doesn't even belong to you, like a Hilux oh, truck, yeah. as as a as a war trophy for your museum for, okay, versus dude. people. Okay, dude. you that yeah. get that Hilux. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, dude. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna find out where that thing ended up. If if it ever makes it to a museum, my friend. Oh, it's probably at his house. Probably it's at his house. But I'm going to take a plaque there that narrates that this was removed from Afghanistan in lieu of the people that could have used the space. Yeah. Yeah. By a douchebag named General Donahue. Who also served in CAG. Who also served in CAG. Yeah. You have to include that. But that's in like fine print. Oh, I mean. Hey, it's copyrighted. He actually added that to his name. Why am I always freezing? <laughs> Tell me. Fuck that guy. 
Oh, my, the the best thing though was um he he staged that last photo of himself boarding aircraft as the last. Then he like yeah. <laughs> he like captioned it, put it on like I don't know, fucking grinder or something. He's like the last American boots on the ground. Like I'm easy there. God, dude. <laughs> it is like there's like the fucking dude with his flight suit on standing behind him holding his ICS cable, like staring at <laughs> like Afghans that are sitting on the wheel wells. No <laughs> 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 oh, man. He's so cool, he threw his own surprise fucking welcome back party. When I open the door, I want all you guys to jump out. I want you to shoot the confetti, and I want you to be filming, all right? I'm going to act really startled. <laughs> uh, yeah. Why my camera not work? Are you using your uh, cell phone again? <clears throat> yeah. Hmm. I sure am, because I haven't gotten um, a webcam yet. Yeah, good. Super boner. Yeah. 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 Ryan, you're watching it all unfold while you were actually deployed. Yeah, I sure was. It was. Um... <laughs> Wait, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, dude they they couldn't. They cut so many fucking corners, man. Oh, yeah. What what bothers me is like, yeah, it was a shit show. Cool, like that's that's the that's the face value of it. You know, like everyone everyone saw that. Yeah. What upset me was the constant lies from the government throughout that process of when we were going through the peace treaty, um, which was kind of towards like the tail end of my deployment there, and. Um, the reporting on like how the Afghan government um, was doing, like that they were capable of sustaining um, themselves, which like you didn't even have to be towards the end of the war to realize that that was never going to happen. Oh, not at all. Like their logistical infrastructure was an absolute abortion. Um, we were working with their tier one elements and they weren't even able to get paid consistently. Um, and if, if you know if those guys aren't getting paid and they're at the tip of the spear, like imagine those dudes that are just sitting out at checkpoints. Yeah. Well, we, and, we remember that debacle we had um, for that big push for checkpoints up north. Like the yeah. constant goat fuck that was. Yeah, I mean they were abandoning their posts, like yeah, left and right, and and the ones that didn't were dying. The numbers started somewhere around, you know, 25, you know, a day. And then going up to like the hundreds across the country of just people that were either dead or unaccounted for at, at those checkpoints. Yeah. The NA was just getting absolutely obliterated. Like they, they didn't have logistics, ammo, like anything. Um, I remember when they brought in SFAB to try to use them to solve that. If, if they could solve it. I mean, that's a big task. Yeah. Honestly. But yeah. It's just shit, man. 
it, no. and then the government, our government, um, just saying like, oh, that they had faith in that in the Afghan government, like it's a lie. Like you're you're either being lied to or you're lying, and it all goes back to people just trying to like save their fucking career or oh, make dude. a political move, and it's bullshit. Everybody. And it's you funny. can ask anyone that fought in that fucking theater besides a dude that has fucking brass on his shoulders if they had faith in the Afghan government and they'd say fuck no <laughs> like they will get steamrolled immediately when we leave yeah. oh you talked to Lance Corporal John Smith <laughs> <laughs> sir our guest contributor <laughs> well, that's like every anybody that was actually on the ground knew that and everybody saw it like Everybody fucking saw it. Like, the, I think everyone knew that, Denny. I think that when you got up the chain, people just started fucking lying about exactly. it. Exactly. And, and it's all because they wanted to appease. And that no one, I don't think anybody was truly preparing for an actual withdrawal at the highest levels. They just want to keep the meal train running, baby. Keep that money going. <laughs> like, yeah. At some point, it's got to end, dude. How are you going to just end to this? do it so irresponsibly and yeah. abruptly? Like and leave all that shit. Like, do you realize that when we left, Afghanistan had enough equipment to be one of the largest armies yeah. in the Middle East? Bro. Like, dude, fuck that. Like, not only not dude, and those poor people. Like, we armed them to terrorize their own citizens after fighting them for 20 fucking years. Yeah. Like we fucked the Afghan people so bad. Like the at the very least we could have gotten all of our shit out. Dude, the Taliban the Taliban doesn't have technicals anymore. They have fucking fully equipped MRAPs. They have fucking I mean they're all broken down by now for being honest, but <laughs> one that once. <laughs> <laughs> They've, they've either rolled them. Yeah. <laughs> that was the or government's plan. <laughs> they're going to kill the Taliban by just having them have all the rollovers in country. Dude. <laughs> it's just disgusting, man. Yeah. And then they have the balls. They have the balls to be like, oh, yeah, we killed the Al Qaeda leader. Like, good for you, dude. Yeah. Good cool. job. Very awesome. I mean, you didn't do it. Some fucking 19 year old. Playing a video game. (laughs) Playing a video game. Hey, gunmetal. Yeah. Gunmetal, stand by for nine lines. (laughs) Oh, shit, it's happening. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Well, fuck, here we go. Yeah. This is never, I've never done this. Time to get killing again. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah. It's, um, it's not it's not the way things work in the real world. The, that's what we like to tell ourselves. But the reality is, this is exactly how things work in the real world. Mm-hmm. People that have no idea what the fuck they're doing, no idea how to do anything in theater, make the final calls that fuck down a whole populace and a whole bunch of service members um sadly and they will continue to get paid that nobody nobody held millie accountable nobody held fucking no austin accountable. no they never will 
Dude, like, they won't even. Oh my god! If you could just come out and yeah. fucking apologize for your bullshit, like I would respect you. But you don't, because yeah. you don't give a fuck. Like it's like they don't give a fuck about us at all. Yeah, I mean, I know they don't because they're fucking insider trading fucking stocks with Raytheon and fucking Lockheed and making like billions of dollars yeah. doing better than the top fucking hedge funds. So obviously they don't give a fuck about us. But. I think one of the most disgusting things is that even when the Taliban came in, they just started doing dealings and contracts with them to be their yeah. outer security force. Are you fucking crazy? You think yeah. they're going to, you think there's a conflict of interest there? Maybe they're going to let some dudes slide through and fucking blow up Abbey gate. Like what the fuck? No, no, dude. Now, honestly, it's fucking treasonous. Yeah. God. Yeah. But yeah, so I watched that from Syria and uh, yeah, every swinging dick out there would, Dude, even today, they, they, there was just an attack on the anniversary where I was at in Syria. Like, they're celebrating yeah. that day as a day of triumph across the fucking Middle East. And and they'll continue to do so. They'll, they'll continue to do that. Yeah. Like, if fucking Russia, like, they were lining up on the fucking border. And then that happened. You think that you think that gave them some fucking strength? Because they know that we're not going to actually help poor taiwan dude i guarantee you it's gonna be the same fucking thing yeah oh we'll send you a bunch of bunch of shit you know and that's a thing we we somehow say to ourselves we're not involved because we don't have troops on the ground we're only sending equipment bitch we're fucking very much involved <laughs> we we didn't stop with this war we just transitioned it to another theater we're where that shitty kid that just can't play a game and finish it, it gets too hard and he fucking just skips chapters to the next campaign. <laughs> Call of Duty <laughs> Afghanistan was hard. I'm doing Call of Duty Ukraine. <laughs> Timmy, finish the war that's on your plate. Finish it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cold. I don't want it's any cold. more Taliban. <laughs> So I mean, you couldn't stay true. there forever. I don't think any of us no. argue that, you know, <laughs> we're not in the, um, we don't support like the nation building. Fuck no. Dude, we're literally, we're literally fucking colonial, like fucking England. Like, oh man. Yeah. That's the worst. We're, we are literally the people we fought to get independence from right yeah. now. Like we have our fucking web out there everywhere. Bring that reel that shit in. Reel that shit in. We got a lot we got a lot of problems they, here at home. Yeah. But don't fuck someone else and then don't fuck us. Yeah. Tired of being fucked. Look, I'm sorry, Bracey, dude. But the fucking will continue. I know it will. <laughs> It'll get easier as the gaper as you expands. relax and yeah. learn to <laughs> take a deep breath from your yes, diaphragm. Free. And push. <laughs> but the reality is this. We want to see changes in our government. We want to see changes in the way we 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 as a nation go about foreign policy. For the last 20 years, guys and girls like us, we've been too busy with being in the military. Now that's come to an end. And now more than ever, we need real Americans that want to see real change start actually getting involved community level like 
maybe not even government, maybe just being a good person on the street, being a good Dude. person within your community. That's so, an and that's or change in it's not half of the nation versus the other half. Yeah. Yeah, like we're all Americans, man. Like that's exactly what the other dickheads that don't want us to succeed, they want to yeah. see us do that. Like we gotta move we gotta help each other out. Identity politics sure. is what got us here. Hundred yeah. percent what got us here to this idea of they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Let's get in office and we'll take care of it. Yeah. Like, yeah, it doesn't work that like, way. It's your fucking those are your neighbors, man. Yeah, like we gotta fucking We need public servants, not politicians. I agree. And no yeah. matter what political views you have, term limits. Yes. Term, I, I think everyone can agree that there should be some type of um identification requirement for voting. That would be fucking yeah. that would yes. be legit, right? Because you literally need it for everything else. Right. And I'm not saying that an argument for any party i honestly think that everyone sucks <laughs> i'm not for yeah. any of them they're all you it's just it's too oh. much yeah i just I, maybe get I rid of feel like i can't trust anyone so <laughs> that's fair no I, I mean how could you like how how could you man it, it's too polarized man everybody wants to go against what the other side is saying yeah, we need we need we need to have conversations. We need to you know we be yelling at each other. We need yeah. to fucking actually have discussions and conversations. Because whether we like it or not, Afghan came to came to an end, a horrible way. How do we make sure it doesn't happen again and continue to happen? Like now we've established a pattern. We are the shitty dude that leaves chicks. When they need us most as a nation, when you Dennis stop that system, yeah, <laughs> this is a repeated pattern. Then uh, we just separate completely. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to be dating anymore as a nation in wars. We need to take a time out, reflect. You stop the shit with Ukraine and Russia, <laughs> dude. I can't. I can't believe we're sending like high Mars, bro, and shit out there. Like that is insane. That is a gnarly weapon system. Like javelins is one thing, and it made a huge difference. But high Mars, dude. Yeah. Holy Here's, shit. Yeah. We Here's are a hundred percent involved. We are a hundred percent in this thing, and people don't realize that. There, there's a vast majority of Americans like we're not at war. We're not in this. This is not us. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? The amount of fucking weapons we're sending over there, dude. <laughs> like, I got the. Uh... We got to see HIMARS coming about 100 so meters away from our position. We call it, was it 48 or 49? Mm. Fuck that. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't even imagine. Cause like when I was in Syria, I mean, I got mad that they were like fucking, you know, Iranian rockets were getting shot at us or some Iranian suicide drones were getting flown into like some of the bases. Um, and that was like, that's a proxy, right? Yeah. Like that is, and Russia was out there too. So who knows what their involvement is, you yep. know? Um, but I imagine Russia giving MLRS systems more advanced, not just like the shitty fucking tubes they make and put on the back of their Tacoma, yeah. like, and set it on a timer, whatever, just cruel systems like actual like war fighting systems if they had done that in syria 
I, dude, a lot of us would die because yeah. there's not that many of us over there. And according to Joe, there's no one over there. He doesn't even know about it. So that's it's a scary thought, man. And we're, I mean, yeah, what Russia's doing, I'm not saying like fucking oh poor Russia. Like, yeah, you're you're invading yeah. your neighbor, and you're a larger, more powerful country. So you're obviously a dickhead. But you can't tell me that giving them javelins and now AGM 188s or sorry, 88s like anti-radiation missiles for taking down integrated air defense systems are being sent over there on MiG to be shot from MiG 27s. Dude, that is a fucking act of war. Yeah, we're, that's some shit, man. We're in deep, dog. We're in deep. We're in deep. Um, and Papa don't preach. Yeah. yeah it's just now. It's just going to be the 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 build up to World War Three. And I, for one, I foresee a world where we're going to have to start collecting bottle caps. <laughs> I got all my fucking doxycycline from past deployments saved up. You got, yeah. I have an ape suit. I just feel like we're going to be really good at surviving the post apocalyptic world. I'm ready to thrive again, baby. Yeah. Dude, you guys want to come over for some roach meat? <laughs> They're going to get huge in Mexico. Yeah, it's going to be fun times. I, for one, cannot wait to hunt down some mutated elk. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe not. You know, maybe maybe China takes over all of us with the the TikTok mind control system. Um, Dude, okay, so it would be pretty wild if China just... Because they have access to all your keystrokes and all that shit. So they know all the passwords to everything you have. If you're doing online banking, they can get in and like, fuck their shit. Oh, yeah. Imagine if we went to war with them and then like all the TikTok users in the United States just got their bank accounts drained. It'd be insane. Yeah. Like no one's going to bail that out. And I wouldn't put it past them because China is pretty much economically fucked right now. Uh, if you listen and you use TikTok out there, make sure you thoroughly examine the user agreement yes. on TikTok and realize uh, how that could be used against you. Also realize that the Chinese government uh, does not care about you at all. Nope. So even less uh, so they, than they ours. <laughs> also have their fingers in TikTok. <laughs> Arguably, I think maybe the Chinese government does care a little bit more because they need us. Yeah. <laughs> For their I've told TikTok so videos. many people. I've told so many people about like, like people that send me TikToks. Like, hey, don't use that shit. Yeah, or do like I don't care, but at least know. Get a get a get a different. If you really love TikTok, get a different phone that's not even tied to you. Like, what I was yeah. under, I was under so much fucking stress. Uh, when when our our friend that was helping us with the social media is like, hey, you got to get into TikTok. You got to get into TikTok. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I'm like, okay, I'll use TikTok. But on a completely separate form that I put in a fucking <laughs> in a goddamn fair tape pack at night. <laughs> <laughs> Buy one on Amazon. I'm shitting you guys. I'm not shitting you. Get one on Amazon. Put that bad boy in there when you're not using it. 
and then take it out for when you're using it. Don't make sure it's not tied to any of your other accounts. It's uh, you know what? Yeah. People people like, listen to what you just proud. said and they think you're absolutely <laughs> insane. And it bothers me so much that Dude, people so just true. think that they're just like they're so oblivious to all of the bad shit. Dude, fuck that platform. <laughs> yeah, we, don't need it. we don't even we don't need we don't, it. We don't Seriously. Need, we, we don't need it. I would oh. we, we got to do it without it. It's like the only time I'm actually using any of my fucking like real real <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> Encrypting files and yeah. <laughs> just to put a promo out to say this secure hot podcast. <laughs> Dude. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, TikTok is uh it's ridiculous. And the other thing that's crazy is watching the uh the move into Afghanistan um from other countries after we left. Like who's going in there for mineral rights? Who's going in there to reap the oh, benefits? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But surprisingly enough, you can still buy a flight to Afghanistan and the Taliban's encouraging uh, tourism. So with that being said, brings Did you say tourism? Tourism. The Taliban is actually promoting oh. tourism in uh, Afghanistan. So I thought they were promoting terrorism this whole time. Well, that's what they call it. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> It's just like a loss in translation. Yeah, it's just a funny thing. But since the, Taliban, <laughs> since the Taliban still uh, owns all production rights to the Security Hall uh, podcast, drumroll, we're going to be doing a film it live, a segment live in Afghanistan coming in season five. So uh, it's the flights are incredibly cheap. We'll have the best accommodations in Kabul. Uh, we can't get a bedroom to ourselves with a king-size bed uh we have our own goat and we are, we're basically allowed to uh come in about as we please and uh we'll be able to do some live uh interviewing out in the streets uh it's gonna be a fun time i can't, yeah. I can't wait to lose all my fingernails <laughs> my toenails <laughs> brian you will have to wear a full face <laughs> a jeep and uh it's the only way <laughs> All way I could get three of us in there was to say that you were our wife. <laughs> Eric and I share you. <laughs> They're going to hang you guys. And, oh, yeah. Immediately. <laughs> I'll be fine. They're going to bury me to my head and hit me with rocks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. No, I, you can pay me enough to go back to Afghanistan. Um for anything, anything at all, uh, that would be the same goes for Iraq. I would never want to step foot in either of those two countries ever again, uh, unless things drastically changed. Like that's, and I don't understand why people still seek to like travel to those places. Like there's still like people that do those adventure uh, tours, yeah. <laughs> like back. I mean. <laughs> I would say they do it for the same reason we did, kind of, in a way. Like, I know I wanted to go off to strange places and see how shitty it was. Yeah. Other people probably do, too. Yeah. But I wanted air support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get Drax. Oh. oh. 
<laughs> and that's it. That's all you get. All right. Oh, um, and you're going to have to figure out a way. But we can't even talk to him. To get the cherry ice call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so stupid. Oh, God. Dude. That was such a it dumb was like idea. The worst. Oh, if we if we ever needed air support, it was that night. Oh, God. <laughs> and no, it, hey, okay. So, yes, it was a dumb idea. <laughs> they didn't give us a choice. Oh, I feel like I don't. It was. I, there's really no way to silver line it. It was pretty stupid. Oh man! But I think ultimately, one of the greatest things that we all got from Afghanistan was the brotherhood and the experience of a lifetime. Um, ultimately, like I got everything I could have ever hoped and dreamt with a lot of bad shit, but fuck, like I still think it's the the best journey I could have been on. Like uh little hobbits trying to go to Mordor on a on a yeah. fellowship. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still I'm still looking for my silver lining, man. I I have a lot of uh resentment uh for what I sought out for. Yeah. Um I, I haven't really made sense of it yet, but I do know the facts and I, you know, you saw every major city, major populated area uh, in Afghanistan um, thriving, maybe a bit of a stretch, but in comparison, there was peace. Yeah. Um, in those major areas, some of the rural areas were still under, um, contested or controlled by the Taliban. But I think for the most part, I mean, you, you got to think of all the people that enjoyed that and the kids that grew up in that, um, that were, you know, women able to experience more in life, um, children, uh, young girls being able to go to school. That was because we were there. Um, had we not been, it uh, they they wouldn't have those opportunities. So yeah. uh, when we're thinking about the Afghan people, um, and their day to day life, I think that we did make a huge difference. Um, the our partner force made a huge difference. So I just haven't really figured out if it was good for me or not. Yeah. So. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Takes time to reflect. One day, though. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I. I know that's going to be a huge point in my life when I can look back on it and be like, okay, like this was good. Like it was good that I did this. But, I know I can say that having you this last trip, like that was a a huge um, key piece of my like fondest memories. Like that was like that, that friendship, that, that <laughs> our little like Intel cell, like that was, yeah. <laughs> that was a big, big point of, a uh, um, big source of, I want to say I relied on you guys to get me through some of the worst times. And it, and it was a, a solid 
friendship and it meant a lot to me. So that, that was, I know I'm very grateful for having you on that trip. Um, I think, I think we all every day made a solid effort to brighten each other's day. Like you could feel it. Like I know, like I always wanted to make you guys laugh and you guys always made me laugh. And I, and I knew that was our way of fighting through every day. Yeah. So, I, I would with you there. I would even say that that's even carried on as we began uh, our new journey. Yeah, here we still, are. Yeah, I think that's so. If, <laughs> There's three guys. <laughs> so if you ask me, still. was it worth it? A year in review, I'd say yes, because as we all know about time theory, because we're all science nerds, you change one thing change everything so if we go back in time and find out that the key to a better transition for afghanistan would have been that we never met well ryan eric i'm willing to sacrifice all those people at the airport every single day oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> look Pretty dark. Might be dark, but it's true. I, yeah. I am willing to. I mean, it happened, bro. So. It happens, and Denny. sometimes we have to cope with dark humor. <laughs> he has main character energy. <laughs> <laughs> I know it sucks, and it's um, dark humor is something that I, I can lean on when things are hard. So um, if you don't like that and you're out there and you're angry, fuck you. <laughs> you don't get it you don't get it it's uh yeah. but yeah it's august and july are some shitty shitty times but i'm glad i can uh reach out to you guys and and share with it and i want to take a moment um we have a cause that we have to bring to the awareness and hence why this episode will be released immediately upon wrapping it up. I'm going to edit it. So whoever's listening it, you're getting the full uh, Monty, the full Monty of it. Um, I have a great friend of the show, a real close friend of Ryan. Um, Ryan, do you want to talk about the GoFundMe? We're going to share the link on our, uh, our official sites and everything. Yeah. Uh, one of our pararescue men, someone that I was on team uh, with uh, through training uh, prior to me getting to the, to the 23rd um, and then uh, on garrison troop uh, passed away a couple days ago. Uh, his GoFundMe is out there. Uh, like Denny said, the link will be in our bio. Uh, the funds are going to uh, the future of their, uh, their child that, you know, they just had, um, and uh, obviously, uh, his uh, surviving wife. But um, he was a really good dude. And I know a lot of you guys listening understand when I say that there can be people around you that make you feel invincible or safe. Um, whether it's they're just a you know, great teammate or they're incredible at their job. Uh, for Mackenzie's case, he's both. Um, the dude was just bigger than life, 
Um, I've seen him in action multiple times and, and you can tell that it's not just his job. He really, really cared. Um, so our thoughts are with him and his family today. Um, visit the, the page uh, on our Instagram. Click the bio. Um, share uh, at the very least and just get the word out uh, so we can support them and and be with that family through their their time right now. Definitely. Uh, you guys know my, my philosophy on donating uh, gratitude whatever budget you have, whatever family planning you do, make sure you allocate some sort of money. I'm not telling you you have to donate to this GoFundMe, but at some point, figure out what you want to give to. Um, It's a powerful thing to be able to look at your budget and say like, that's my $70 for this month that I'm giving to this organization or I'm giving to this group. or I'm going to go drive to this one block where I know a homeless person lives and get that directly to them. There's when you are struggling and going through something really hard, you don't think about gratitude. You don't think about the power of giving, but the moment you do, the moment you start making that conscious effort to like trying to make somebody's life better, trying to make somebody's day better. That is a power that instantly gives back to you and you constantly want to help somebody else. Um, so please set up that budget. No, you don't have to make it $5,000 or $200. Whatever the budget is, set it up monthly and start giving back. Give to somebody. Whether it's buying uh, books like I like to do to give to friends, like whatever you do, have that set in motion. So like every month you have that powerful feeling of like, fuck yeah, I'm helping somebody get over through a rough time or I'm helping somebody get better. It's a powerful thing that we can all do. Um, like I said, we're going to put this GoFundMe in our bio and all our social media, take the rest of the time this week and next week and check in on yourself and figure out how you're dealing with, you know, the withdrawal, Afghan withdrawal year in review. We're all feeling it. We're all thinking about it. Um, so yeah, thank you for joining us. I hope everybody has a great day. Uh, any last words from you guys? Be kind. Become yourself. Yeah, just be there for each other. Always. Uh, Don't, you never know when someone's going to, you know, leave Earth. So make sure you tell your friends you love them and how much they mean to you uh, whenever you're thinking about them. If you're thinking about them, you should probably let them know. Uh, So just just, uh, hold on to each other. Fuck yeah. Oh, perfect fucking time to mention this. We always fucking forget. Every Thursday, every Thursday, we do the Security Halt Support Group. Um, It's over Zoom. You can sign up for the event on our website. Go to the events button, click events, and it'll bring up the calendar. And it's every Thursday from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Just a way for all of us or anybody that needs support. You just log in, show up, and it's just going to be Anybody who wants to be there, having fun talking, we can share support stories. We can share worksheets on depression, anxiety, or talk about anything in the world except being alone. So take some time if you need it. 
join up. It's free. Um, all it takes is clicking a couple buttons and then sending a full nude to Ryan at drcunningham at gmail.com purely to ensure that you don't have monkeypox so that we don't spread digital monkeypox amongst the group. Honestly, I mean, you can show up naked to the Zoom. Like, we're not going to care. We're it's, not going to say yeah. anything. Super, we're not going to report you. Super like, you can be stress. whoever you want. <laughs> yeah. Like, you literally show up fucking weird. Like, no <laughs> one gives a shit. Like, don't be nervous. <laughs> I guarantee you, we're very strange people as well. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Just don't threat. hurt. Just don't hurt anyone. Yeah. Don't hurt anyone. Yeah. It's totally cool, man. Yeah. Don't don't hurt Eric. <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day.